that is a fair charge. These are charges that the attorney needs to make. And if you don't see this charge, the sponsor's probably doing things wrong and you want to run. Hi, I'm Rod Cleef, and I'm host of the Lifetime Cashflow to Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm also an apartment investor and I've owned over 2,000 homes and apartments so far in my career. Now on August 24th through the 26th, I'm going to be hosting a three-day multifamily boot camp in Chicago. I've asked Adam Adams to be an expert on a panel there with some other members of our multifamily mastermind group. This event's definitely going to sell out. We've got fantastic early bird pricing right now. So don't wait. Go to multifamilybootcamp.com or text the word multifamily to 41411. And Adam and I look forward to seeing you in person in Chicago, August 24th through the 26th. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by realbluespruce.com. This is the Creative Real Estate Podcast, and we're talking about all sorts of things. Yes, I've done a lot of deals. Today, when I record this, I've done $7 million of apartment buildings and probably 15-ish houses, nine fix and flips, and uh, several holds, okay? Although I've personally done these with no money out of pocket and only one of them has my credit on the line, just because I've done this doesn't mean that's the focus of the podcast, okay? So I just want to make sure that everybody knew that the Creative Real Estate Podcast is out-of-box strategies to get deals done, okay? So you can do this with synergistic partnerships. There's many, many ways that you can get a deal done when other people thought it was impossible. That's what we're trying to say is think outside of the box. Instead of saying, I can't do that, I want you to say, how can I do that? Does that make sense? Instead of saying, I can't do that, just please say, how can I do that? What's, who do I need a partner with to do that? Oh, I don't have money, how can I still do that? Oh, I don't have experience yet in apartment buildings, how can I get into apartment buildings now by partnering with other people that have a great track record and tons of experience? I want to give you the best result. I want to give you the best path there. And I want to help people to say, how can I? All right. So today we are going to be talking about closing costs for syndication. And this is important. If you're a passive investor or if you're thinking, and I hope you all are, if you're thinking about one of these days becoming a passive investor in apartment syndications ever, you're going to learn a ton of things with the closing costs that you really need to know because I don't want anybody to have any hidden gotchas. If you're a brand new apartment investor, syndicator, uh, GP, somebody that's going to be a, the deal sponsor, signing on the loan and raising money from passive investors, you need to know this stuff because hey, if, if you don't listen to this, if you, if you don't learn all of these things, I'm going to go over like 10 or 11 different closing costs that'll blow your mind. That'll show you exactly why if you're getting like an 80-20 loan, why you're probably going to have to raise maybe 30% in the front, not just the 20. Okay, that's what we're going to go over today and I'm going to break it down into detail. But first, I wanted to share a iTunes five-star rating that we got in yesterday and it says, Adam, DJ, Manny, and their guests provide some incredible, compelling, and actual, actionable, it says, actual, actionable content that can, they wanted, they wanted me to have a tongue twister. Okay, actionable, actual, actionable content that can help anyone from the real estate newbie to the seasoned investor become better and more productive. Highly recommended. And that is from SKW123. 
SKW1223. Thank you so much. And if you haven't done this already, SKW123, just send me an email to adam at realbluespruce.com and I'll make sure to get you a one of our t-shirts, Happiness is Passive Cash Flow, the mug. Or if you want the book that I wrote on Meetup, I'd be happy to give you the book on Meetup. Okay. So getting into the closing costs for syndication, here we go. We're This is, like I said, this for equity, passive partners, the limited partners, and it's for new deal sponsors, managers, and general partners. Okay. So what are closing costs? What do you have to expect? Uh, what closing costs are fair? What acquisition fee is fair? And if you don't know what an acquisition fee is, that's okay. We're going over it. And for example, if I had an 80-20 loan, you would probably need to raise 30%. And your question to me is why, why do I have, if it's a $10 million deal, why would I need to raise that extra million dollars? Instead of just $2 million, what is that extra million going to, Adam? And I've got the answer for you right here. So closing cost number one, loan origination fees, okay? This is about 1%, maybe a, one, a point and a half. That's an immediate point or point and a half automatically happening in closing costs. Broker's commissions, 2% on the lowest, 6% on the highest, all right? So you have to pay broker commission. What about a management fee? It's also called a sponsor fee or an acquisition fee. These can range from 1% all the way up to 5% depending on the type of deal who the passives are, how hard the deal is, how big the deal is, how many investors are going to be investing in it. Are they? Yeah, okay, so we go into this. It could be 1% to 5%. Then another random fee that actually surprised me and my team is the utility deposit. You're probably going to have to pay a utility deposit. And on the last deal that we did and we weren't expecting a utility deposit, that was 20 grand immediately, okay? just for a utility deposit. Another one that kind of tends to sneak up on you and bite you in the butt is the prepaid insurance. So why a utility deposit? Well, let's just say that you've been in business for 10 years. They don't care because the entity that's closing is a brand new entity. So it's most likely going to have to pay a utility deposit with the city. Okay, does that make sense? For us, it was 20 grand. The prepaid insurance, 20 grand, right? So this is 40 grand that you may not have even been ready for, that's just going to vanish and all of a sudden you've, it's gone. So if you're a passive partner and you see that there's a utility deposit or a prepaid insurance on the closing documents, on the HUD settlement statement, don't worry. Though That is normal. And if you're a brand new deal sponsor about to do your first deal, I want to make sure that you're setting aside money for this kind of stuff. What about a phase one environmental study? This is usually 3K and there might be $3,000, okay? And there might be a phase two, which is a, a few more thousand, right? So if you're going to be buying an apartment, I highly recommend, actually I make you, okay? I require you to do a phase one. This is an environmental study to see if there's something in the soil, in the ground that shouldn't be there if it's toxic and you want to make sure that you've done this because you may inherit a really, really bad problem that's a lot more expensive. We're talking millions of dollars, a lot more expensive than you ever anticipated. Let's say you were buying a $2 million property and it costs you $3 million to fix the environment, environmental issues. Please, please be careful. Make sure you're doing a phase one. Always remember Adam Adams told you that you needed to do this. 
All right, another fee that you'll see is the operating agreement, PPM, private placement memorandum, and the subscription documents. Okay, that's another 10 to maybe 30K. On average, let's just call it 15 to 20K, but this might automatically be on your documents and that is a fair charge. These are charges that the attorney needs to make and if you don't see this charge, the sponsor's probably doing things wrong and you want to run. You definitely want to turn around and run away, okay? So make sure that they're, they're charging for the PPM. And if you're the deal sponsor, if you're the person that's doing what my company does and goes and finds the deal and analyzes the deal, you'll have to pay probably like 20K, maybe 10K, whatever it ends up being for the attorney to draft your documents. And this is something that you pass along to the entity that closes. You don't have to pay for it all on your own. The entity that closes it is the one that should be paying for that. All right, so what about inspections? Getting engineers out there, looking at the foundation, looking at the drainage issues on the landscaping, uh, topographical issues. Uh, how about your flight in your hotel to go out and inspect it? What about you hiring the inspector, the HVAC, the uh, electrician, the plumbers? All right, so you're going to be paying 100 to $300 per unit. The entity is going to pay 100 to $300 per unit. On average, uh, this is about what I've seen so far in the deals that we've done. So if you do a 100-unit building, you're looking at like 10 grand up to maybe 30 grand automatically in inspections to make sure that that property is up to snuff, right? Then other things that you'll find on the closing settlement statements is going to be your CapEx, your deferred maintenance. These are huge, guys. Please uh, take a moment to kind of think about this for a second. Don't let anybody ever miss these things. You're going to think that you can skip on CapEx or deferred maintenance and take it out of your money at the end you're going to get in really bad, really, really bad trouble because on the low end, I'm talking you need to set aside $350 per unit. On the lowest of the low end, $350 per unit. So uh, on a 100 unit, I think that's 35K. Automatically needs to be set at, at the absolute minimum. But guys, this goes all the way up. The sky's the limit. I mean, I wouldn't. it wouldn't be unheard of to be setting aside on some properties, depending on the deferred maintenance and the capex that's needed, the roofs, etc., 50k per unit. So all the way from $350 up to 50k per unit. This needs to be a line item on the settlement statement. This needs to be something that you're raising up front. In general, most of the time, this is something that you're going to raise up front ahead of time. And then what about just operating expenses? Isn't it smart for you in your own household to make sure that you're being able to pay your bills. So a lot of the people that alive today, not just millennials, but they don't even have $500 to their name. So if an expense came up that was $500 or more, I don't remember the statistic exactly, but I think it's like 60 or 80% of humans just wouldn't, of Americans just wouldn't be able to pay that expense at all. And that sucks. And that's not something that you want to do when you're running an apartment building. You want to be prepared. So I recommend two to 12 months of operating expenses automatically put aside. So if your uh, annual expense is 300K, you'll want to have at least 50,000 in the bank. This is the minimum 
just sitting there for operating expenses. I would recommend much, much closer to 150. That's your six months. Or if you want to be really, really conservative, you'll have a whole 12 months of operating expenses. That's your choice, the way you want to do business. But we usually do six months, which is 150K on 300K operating expenses. I'm talking fast. I want to get through this for you. And uh, uh, finally, a cost segregation study may or may not be something that you raise up front as part of the closing costs. And so you, that is something that allows the investors to get less money written on their taxes up front, okay? So they'll, maybe they invest 100K and they make 10K that year, but hopefully with a cost seg study, you might be able to pass them a K1 that shows them a loss, which would be incredible and very, very good for them because they could write that off on their taxes against, and talk to your own CPA how that works because they're going to be able to do, be more creative with this but they'll be able to write it off against their income depending on what kind of income it is, all right? So in addition to the 20%, again, you might see another five minimum to 10% automatically plus a lot of these other costs. I wanna just kind of brief them over very, very quickly. Your loan origination, one to one and a half percent. Your broker commission, two to 6%. Your management fee or sponsor fee or acquisition fee, one to 5% of the total price a prepaid insurance, maybe 20K plus. Your utility deposit, one to $50,000, depending on the size of the building. A phase one environmental study, put 3K aside automatically. What if there is a phase two? There's gonna be more. Operating expense, PPM, and subscription documents from the attorney, 10 to 30K. Give a big shout out to our personal attorney, Jillian Sedoti, she's a fantastic. I would recommend that you use her and I don't think she pays me to tell you that. So uh, definitely go and use her because it is genuine. Um, inspections, you're going to need engineers, inspectors, your flight and hotel to be there. All the trades, one to $300 per unit. CapEx or deferred maintenance, $350 absolute minimum, guys, up to maybe 50K depending on what comes back with your inspections. All right, then... Two to 12 months of your operating expenses put aside, we use six, and then perhaps a cost seg study. All right, so those are the things that you're going to need to put aside, and that's why it's going to be five to 10% minimum on top of those extra fees. Many new syndicators think that these costs will frighten passive investors, so they opt not to raise all the necessary funds up front. Instead, they think they can take these funds out of the monthly income. I have to warn you, if you think you're going to just close it without worrying about all these above costs that we've talked about, you'll probably not be in the business very long. Raise all of these money, all of this money up front. And if you are at all confused, listen to this again with a notepad, write it down. This stuff is important. If you're passive and going to invest in somebody else's deal, you have to know this stuff. If you're a deal sponsor and you miss one of these or two of these, you're not going to be in business for long. So I, I plea to you to pay close attention to today's episode. 
Until next time, my friends, think outside the box. I'm Rod Cleef, and I've asked Adam Adams to be an expert on a panel in Chicago. Now, if you're like me and you realize you learn so much better in full immersion at a live event with no distractions and you want to do your next apartment deal, you need to text multifamily to 41411 or go to multifamilybootcamp.com right now. And Adam and I look forward to seeing you in person in Chicago, August 24th through the 26th.